0: You hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls. Bring on the slaughter. We are mad, haunted grass. Hey, Spooksters, and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Tara, and as always, I'm here with my girlfriend, cool Jessica. Hello. Hello. And today we are having another Listener Encounters episode. If you have been around, you know that every last Monday of the month, we bring you guys your stories. If you would like to submit a story to us to read on the show, you can send it over to 3spookedgirls at gmail.com. And if you are not hanging out with us on social media and you would like to, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and threads. Our handle is at 3 girls. We also have our Facebook group that you all know we love so much. It is spooked girls official and if you would like to support the show you can go to patreon.com backslash three spooked girls for as little as a dollar you get one bonus episode a month five and up get ad free episodes release the day prior and if you're on tiktok you can find me as a spooky underscore sleuth i repost fun clips from our youtube version of the podcast those have been fun to post i like them and with that i'm gonna go ahead and hand it over to jessica for our first story
1: our first story comes from gracie Hello, gorgeous ladies. This is my second spooky encounter. When I was a senior in high school, so 2018 and 19, I got my first job in a small town at a hardware store in North Carolina, thanks to my older brother, who was the general manager at the time. At the beginning, nothing really occurred. But once 2020 started, it's when it all went weird. At first, it was the automatic sliding doors in the front of the garden area opening and closing with no one around the sensor. I would turn it off and then it would turn back on and it kept opening and closing with no one near it. I checked the sensor and it was fine. One day when I was putting up inventory in the front of the store to keep my eye on the cash register in case anyone needed to check out or needed help, I was putting up wood chips for grills and I felt a hard tug on my shirt near my waist. Thinking it was a child needing help, I quickly turned around and no one was there. I freaked out and went into the back where my brother was. I told him what happened and he didn't believe me. The next day as I walked into work, I go to the doors that automatically open into the garden area and I saw two small child-like handprints on the door that weren't there the night before when I locked them. And no child had come in the day before this. No one had gone through the garden section without having to cut the locks on the garden center fence with bolt cutters. I hope you enjoyed my job at the haunted hardware store.
0: All right. My first story of the episode comes from Mandy. Mandy writes, Hi, Jessica, Tara, and Kate, aka The Bell Witch. It's been a long time since I wrote in, the last time was in 2020, although I'm not sure if this is supernatural because it's not as extreme as the other things I've experienced, but I would like to tell you guys about this weird experience I recently had. Now for you guys to understand why I'm so freaked out, I have to go back in time to when I was a child. Around 7 or 8, I started having this reoccurring dream. I didn't get the dream every night, but I got it so often that it stayed imprinted in my mind until this day. The dream stopped around the time I was 21 or 22 years old. I also have to note, it's the same time i moved to the U.S. So in this dream, I'm a little girl dressed in a white dress. It was a nice day outside with no clouds in the sky, and I'm standing in front of this old colonial house. I decide to walk into it. The front door is a dark brown and creaks when it opens. Slowly walking into the house, I can see this amazing antique wooden staircase leading up to the second floor. Walking up the stairs, my hand traced the railing all the way to the top. Looking to the left of the top floor, I'm met with a dead end. Turning to the right, I see five wooden doors down the hallway, four doors on the left wall, and only one on the right. I just keep thinking, I know you haven't seen it, but like, I think it was, um, oh yeah, it was the newest Insidious movie. It was like the red door, so that's like all I can think.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know, I have not seen that movie.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, it's scary. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I don't watch it. I know. I make my way down the hall where everything changed. It's like the hallway stretched out and I get this feeling where I'm drawn to the only door on the right, but it's like the hallway is never ending and I can't reach the door. Oh god, those dreams are the worst. The faster I walk, the further it gets, and I have this dreadful feeling like something is watching me almost. Almost hunting me. I can feel the terror raising in my chest, and I'm absolutely terrified when I finally reach the door. I jiggle the door in panic to open it, but it doesn't open. Rattling the door, kicking it, and slamming against it in fear of something trying to get me, it finally opens as I feel a heavy darkness surround me. I burst through the door and slam it shut behind me. Turning around, I see a white room with dark wooden floors. In the middle of the floor is a hole. Not a big hole, but one you can look into. I walk over to the hole, get on my knees and look. When all of a sudden, a black claw hand reaches through it. Grabbing me, and the whole room turn, and the whole room turns red, and what looks like blood running down the walls, over the floor, into the hole. And that's when I wake up.
1: Damn, that's a lot.
0: That's a horrible reoccurring dream. Yeah. Now the creepy part. Uh, now the creepy part. Oh. shit, that dream is creepy. <laughs> we're already like, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the creepy part is my husband and I are currently trying to build a house. It's been a trying process, and the struggles with the county has us still in the permit phase for the last three years. As it is so emotionally exhausting, and we really want to have our own house, we kept the option open of buying. For the last three years, we've been living with my mother-in-law to save money. She recently passed away in August of 2023, and we feel like we're living in a time capsule. There has also been some things moved in the house and noises we hear downstairs. We don't live or use downstairs, and it's only me and my husband left in the house trying to move forward with our lives we decided to look at buying again and we set up a house viewing we decided to get a fixer-upper so that way we can still turn the house into our dream home we get to the house and it's a beautiful white colonial standing inside i love the downstairs kitchen is a nice size and i fell in love with it my husband went down to the basement which i refused to go down to due to an irrational fear so i make my way up the beautiful wooden stairs not thinking anything of it oh my god I just read ahead. Sorry. (laughs) Don't do that. Never read ahead. (laughs) Uh, There were five doors upstairs to the right, but none to the left. So it, it was five doors, but it wasn't like...
1: It wasn't the same, same.
0: Almost. Yeah, no.
1: Mm, hard pass.
0: I'd be like, JK, <laughs> wrist in my alpha. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I didn't think anything of it, so I looked in every room, and when I finally come to the fifth door, the only door on the right, it sticks. So I push a little harder and the door opens. I walk in, looking around, thinking, oh, it's white, so I can change the color. Then I froze when I heard the door creak. At that moment, my whole dream rushed back and I fully freak out. The wooden floors, walls, window, ceiling, everything looked exactly the same as my dream. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I rushed out of there down the stairs and told my husband I want to leave. Smart. Now, I know people would say that this is only a coincidence, but I'm so freaked out. I told my husband I would rather wait another three years for our house than move into the house we just saw. He loved the house and wanted to make an offer, but I refused. I never explained to him why, because he's a very skeptical person and probably wouldn't believe me. But there is no way I am moving into that house. I'm sorry for the long story, but I hope you enjoy it. Love your South African spookster. Oh, my God. Smart choice. I would have been like the same way. I'd be like, no. Mm-mm.
1: I mean, it's someplace you live. Like, this isn't like you're going to like go Airbnb it right. for a weekend. And you're like, I can muster through. Like, it's, it's where you're going to hang your hat forever.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, good luck on your house hunting journey. Hopefully, the next one isn't as traumatizing. <laughs> right? <laughs> We hope you walk into a house and feel nothing, except
1: for love and happiness. <laughs> <laughs> my last story of the day comes from Becca, and it is titled, Sleep Paralysis or Nightmare?
0: Mm.
1: You know we love a good sleep paralysis story. <laughs> Hi, Tara, Jessica, and Kate. My name is Becca, and I have been binge-listening to your podcast from basically morning to night since I found it a few months ago. You both crack me up, especially when the first episode I listened to—oh my god, no, <laughs> I run ahead— uh- <laughs> If I listen to Jessica said, it's me, Jessica, for my favorite movie. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Um, (laughs) I have a short but not so sweet possible encounter or encounter for you. I've never experienced sleep paralysis before this, and I'm not exactly sure if that's what it was either. My bed sort of faces the closet. And since I have too many clothes, my doors open because they wouldn't shut. This reminds me of a friend of ours who had too many clothes. And she convinced her mom to take the doors off her closet and hang curtains (laughs) because she had too many clothes. Love it. (laughs) That's the vibe I get. I was laying in bed on my back asleep, or so I thought. My head was tilted slightly more towards the closet. I opened my eyes and I see some sort of dark mass slash mist coming out of the closet and heading towards me slowly. Once I panicked and tried to move, I couldn't move anything but my eyes. I internally screamed, wide-eyed, and then I quote-unquote, and they put this these in quotation marks, woke up. I was in the exact same position I was in the dream, facing the damn closet. Thank you for reading my email and creating such a great, wholehearted podcast.
0: Aw, oh, you're thank welcome.
1: You. That does sound a little sleep paralysis.
0: Yeah, no, definitely sleep paralysis. Just freaks me out so much and then i know (laughs) i think it was ashley someone posted or maybe it wasn't her someone posted a picture from gerald's game i think it is and it was like fucking just this creepy it was just like sleep paralysis demon like in the illustrations that's what he looks like and i'm like ew i don't want to watch that movie now i
1: hate (laughs) i hate when i see things in real life and i'm like i would hate for you to be my sleep paralysis demon
0: Mm, oh my god yeah for real god All right so our last story for the episode comes from bunny and the subject line read ex husband's brother and my grandfather so i'm assuming their stories hello tara jess and miss kate it's bunny again i just gotta say thank you for the birthday wishes from last time you're welcome also you guys scared me that it wouldn't get read when you saved it for last but it really did make my birthday more special Oh no! I also love that I can share my paranormal and true crime love with a group. Seeing as my family isn't spiritual at all, so it's just me. See, that's why I love the Spookster fam. That's why I love you guys. Mm -hmm. Now to go on to the good stuff. Fair warning: these might be long, but I will not apologize. Yes, Bunny, get it.
1: (laughs) I love it. I love
0: it. It's always funny to us when people are like, "We're sorry, this is long." We're like, "No, we love it." Yeah, give us all the tea. Give us all the details, please. Right. The first one is about my ex-husband's brothers. So, back in early 2023, when I was just dating my ex-husband, he told me about this. A few years back, when his family had moved into their now house, his brother didn't live with them. He had a really bad drug problem and had decided to come to the house to steal their dad's guns. Well, their grandmother was staying with the family due to recently starting to have seizures. What was supposed to be a robbery in the family ended with him shooting their grandmother and killing her. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Oh, my God. Something I didn't realize until my ex told me is that the living room that we would sleep in on an air mattress was the room where she was shot. Stop. Oh, my God, buddy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, buddy. I'm so sorry. That's so traumatic. Oh, my God. He's now in prison for life without parole, and he won't even get visitation rights for a while. Good. I mean, don't kill your grandma. Damn. So now a more bittersweet story to balance this out. So from ages of 6 to 19, I was estranged from my bio dad's side of the family. This all changed when in May of 2020, my grandfather, we all call him Pappy, on that side passed away from a brain aneurysm. He was taken to the hospital and that is exactly the closest hospital to me. I was told over the phone by my bio dad's wife and my half-brother drove me over to the hospital. I got to say my goodbyes to him. When I went into the lobby, my grandmother was out there. I looked at her and asked if she recognized me. She stood there for about 30 seconds before realizing, it was me she cried and held on to me the same thing happened when my dad arrived. About a year and a half later, I had a dream that had Pappy in it. Near the end of the dream, when it was just me and him, he told me he had forgiven me for never trying to reconnect, and it wasn't my fault, and that he left me. I had been feeling so guilty for having been gone for those 13 years. The day before he died, he had pointed out a cardinal to my grandmother. I now constantly see cardinals and plan on getting a cardinal tattoo. Aww. Aww. Sorry if I made anyone cry with that, and I hope you ladies have a lovely day. I'll follow up later with more stories. I live in the South where there's tons of paranormal happenings. Stay spooky and stay beautiful. My gosh, bunny stories are like becoming my favorite. I'm just saying. They are. No pressure, bunny.
1: (laughs) Yeah, literally. No pressure, but
0: like little pressure.
1: just kidding oh that was such like a heartwarming story yeah oh
0: I love that so much all right y'all well again if you have a paranormal or true crime story you want to share with us please send it in to us we are always taking in stories we have an ongoing doc with everyone who emails them in and you can send that over to threespookedgirls at gmail.com but with that we're gonna go ahead and wrap things up for today patrons you will have your all-tier episode just in a couple days. But besides that, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Toodles.